Welcome to the Tools They Use podcast, the ultimate personal productivity podcast covering the apps and tools to help you get things done, exploring the workflows, resources, and automation of successful individuals, and so much more. Now over to your host, Francesco D'Alessio. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Tools They Use podcast. My name is Francesco D'Alessio, and I'm your host for this series of podcast episodes. So we are still in series one at the moment. Uh, We today will be interviewing Ash Reed, who I'm actually really excited to interview, mainly because I get the pleasure of working with Ash on a few projects. um, And I think his apps and tools and the way that he uses them to organize himself will be quite insightful for you. So if you are brand new to the Tools Ease podcast, what we do on this podcast is we interview successful individuals in all different areas. We try and go all the way over to the creative industries, uh, all the way over to science, hopefully in the future, and to business and back. So we try and cover all of those resources. Uh, and, and then we probe the interview uh, guests more about how they use them in their daily routine. So hopefully this will give you some nice inf- insight and do remember that uh, if you're walking along or running now, or even in the car, and you're freaking out, you're like, you're going to recommend me apps, and I don't have pen and paper to write them all down on? Well, that's not a problem. We will have show notes available. You can download all of Ash's apps in the description below. So uh, that will be available there. So uh, a little introduction to Ash Reed. Ash is a, a content creator at heart. He's a content strategist. He is freelance, so he has his own uh, his own uh, setup there. But he has created content so far for some very big brands, uh, mainly at Buffer. He is the content creator there, which is really impressive because many of you might know that Buffer's content is some of the best. Their blog is absolutely fantastic. But he has created content in the past for the Next Web uh, Entrepreneur Magazine, that is uh, Life Hacker. Uh, Betfair and even Sky Sports and many, many more. So his insights will be super awesome today. I think all of the apps that he uses to keep himself organized, especially as a freelancer, will be useful to hear. Now, I actually just saw as well um, on his introduction site, he is an Ipswich Town supporter, which uh, I'm, I had a friend who was an Ipswich Town supporter at school uh, and they seem like a, uh, a really small team, but uh, I don't really know much about football. So maybe we can probe him on a few of those questions too. Uh, but guys, I'm really excited to be uh, talking to Ash today. So feel free to tune in today, uh, pop your headphones fully in and uh, listen to all the lovely apps that Ash uses in his daily routine. So guys, thanks very much. Let's dive straight in. So, hey, everyone. Uh, we are with Ash Reed here today. Ash is someone who I've just introduced before. Uh, I, something I didn't mention uh, in the first part of it was that Ash is a startup founder as well. Um, he has a few side projects. Uh, I believe that's how we first interacted, wasn't it? Uh, Postreach. What, is that the, the first time we spoke? Yeah, I believe it was. Yeah, that was a tool probably I launched about a year or so ago just to kind of help. Um, marketers and content creators keep track of the um, content see who's sharing it who's talking about it and where their traffic is coming from but yeah I think that was probably the first time we spoke yeah it was I think and then um, you've got another side project as well called Nudge right yeah so that one um, I started probably about three years ago now um, which was a kind of 
it was a good experience, but um, I kind of learned a lot about products there. Um, the idea was just to help um, social media managers kind of set reminders to reply to messages across social. So, um, for example, if they had a tweet come in from someone who had maybe just started using their tool, they could remind themselves to follow up in like two weeks and see how they're getting on. Um, and I really loved the idea, but um, yeah, learned a lot about the kind of product development stages and kind of validating ideas. Cause I think I kind of went straight in at the deep end and built this product and didn't really work with customers throughout the process. Um, but yeah, that was a really, really good experience. That's, I guess it's good that you've picked up a few lessons. Um, I'm hoping to do not something similar, but <laughs> in a sense in picking up lessons from startups uh, as I create them. So it's really good. Um, and, and I was just mentioning in the intro as well, uh, I noticed you're an Ipswich town supporter. <laughs> yeah. uh, how, how did uh, you, you start following them? Um, so I've always just kind of been into football and they are kind of my local team. So I'm, I live kind of between Ipswich and Cambridge and Ipswich was kind of always a slightly better team. And <laughs> when I was, I don't know, probably 10, 11, um, I went along to a game and they won five one and kind of since that day i've um, followed them oh i love it that's i bet that's not happened for a while though <laughs> <laughs> no no it's not been uh, it kind of peaked a bit early <laughs> so uh, for those of you who don't know ipswich town are a, a soccer team football team uh, in the uk so uh uh, they're, they're quite rare to be a fan of, I guess. <laughs> That's why I'm asking it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so today we're going to be probing uh, you on a few apps and tools that you use in your daily routine. So I think the first one to open with um, is mainly productivity apps. But the first one is, uh, I guess, what sort of work do you do on a daily basis? Um, I sort of mentioned a bit about the content side of stuff, but uh, maybe you could run us through that. Yeah, so day to day, most of my time is spent um, probably writing and editing content. So at Buffer, I'm kind of like the content lead there and um, edit all of our content before it goes out. I write some of it and that probably takes up um, most of my time. And then alongside that, there's a research element, like research and planning, seeing what content's performing well, um, seeing what opportunities are out there for us to create new content. Um, and then also just kind of optimizing and like resurfacing our old content. So we've got around a thousand blog posts and wow. um, it's quite useful to kind of go through those and see which ones we can update, which ones we can re-optimize to try and get some more traffic for. And then also just like resurfacing them at relevant times. So for example, when Facebook makes a big announcement about the newsfeed, then um, yeah, that's a good time to bring back up our post about the newsfeed and how that works um so yeah day-to-day -day, pretty much um all content related and uh, whether that's writing editing planning or um just optimizing i love it and i i, I love the uh, buffer blog that's like one of the best content sources out there i think especially if you're in social media marketing and you need to get clued up right thank you yeah that's uh, really good to hear that's kind of what we're aiming for and uh, it's always nice to to hear that definitely um, so that in terms of like um, the three core productivity apps that you use, I guess. So a to-do list application, what is your daily to-do list tool? Or if you, you know, it doesn't have to be digital necessarily, it could be analog. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's kind of an interesting one for me because I've never really been able to adopt 
a productivity tool or like a to-do list tool. Um, I've tried like Todoist, like Workflowy, um, quite a few others, and I always end up going back to pen and paper. Um, so for me, it kind of starts with I'll write my to-do list either in the morning or the night before um, the day, just kind of like what main things I want to get done that day. Um, and then sometimes I will also just like plan out my day by the hour using um, either pen and paper or sometimes Google Calendar. Um, so just kind of blocking out the time that I'm going to spend on each task. Um, so I think that really gives me a like motivator to stick to tasks and I can't really make an excuse when it's in my calendar. Um, whereas I think when it's just written down, um, it's quite easy to just like push along to the next day. But I think through kind of years of just calendar meetings kind of being important and you don't, you know, show up late or don't miss things that are in your calendar. That's just kind of programmed into me to stick to that. So, you know, when it says write this blog post between 10 AM and 12 PM, then I will, um, I will do it. So, yeah, mainly um, for me to do lists of pen and paper and then sometimes um, Google Calendar. Fantastic. And uh, in terms of like that list creation, um, you said you go about that doing at the start of the day, right? Do you do, so what sort of times do you like go about planning those? Yeah, so I'll either write it um, when I kind of finish my previous day, I'll sit down and say like, what do I need to do tomorrow? Or when I kind of start, in the morning, I'll like put my computer on and then I can uh, just kind of have five minutes of thinking time to say, what do I need to achieve today? Um, and just kind of write those down. And then if I'm going to use the calendar, which like I don't do as much as I should, um, then I'll just kind of, I'll try and do that like at least the day before. So I wake up in the morning and the day's already planned out for me. Sure. Brilliant. And, and when it comes to uh, note taking, do you use a very similar analog method or do you go about using like Apple notes or something like that? Yeah. So I use Apple notes quite a lot. Um, if I'm not at my computer, then I'll turn to Apple notes. You know, if I'm like listening to a podcast or maybe reading something, um, or just kind of out and about, I'll just open up Apple notes and chuck something in there. Um, and then when I'm at my desktop, I will either use um, pen and paper again or probably like Google Docs. Um, it just depends on the task, really. So if it's um, making notes for something I'm going to write, then that tends to go in like a Google Docs file um, mm -hmm. just so that I can then kind of use that to form the basis of an article. And then um, if it's just kind of maybe not related to a specific post I'm writing and then I'll put it in a notepad and kind of save it for later there. And, and I guess sort of note taking for you is partly like content creation, right? So is there a specific tool that you use to, um, well, obviously you post it on different platforms, right? But in terms of like the creation, is it Google docs that you use? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I use Google docs as a standard, um, and most of the time, like if it's something that I'm working on at Buffer, like we tend to go straight into WordPress as well. And we kind of okay. use that as our um, draft and finished article. So um, it just kind of takes away the pain of having to transfer content from like a Google Doc to um, WordPress draft or maybe like Medium draft to WordPress. Um, hmm. So we'll just kind of use WordPress as the place to build an article from start to finish. 
Okay, brilliant. And I guess uh, you, you've touched on a bit on the calendar side of stuff. So use Google Calendar, sort of a blend between the task creation and calendar events. Is there, uh, do you use Google Calendar on your phone um, and also the computer, right? Yes, I use um, the default calendar app on my phone as well. Um, okay. I have that synced with Google. Um, brilliant. And the main reason I use that is just like, I think it's a fairly new thing, but Apple on, or I use an iPhone, um, but when you swipe on the lock screen, it brings up your like next calendar event. So I can always just swipe across there and see like what's coming up. And that's kind of really handy for me in the morning just to kind of swipe across and see, um, you know, when I've got calls throughout the day or when I've got meetings. Sure. Brilliant. Um, and I guess from a perspective and maybe some of the people who are listening, they might be digital, digital people focused. Um, I know myself, I use quite a lot of digital apps. Um, maybe you could take us through a reasonings for why I use analog. Like I tend to like jumping into analog experiences in my day because it takes you away from the distractions of, of the productivity apps there. But maybe, um, I guess, why haven't you solely gone for a digital productivity setup? I think um, probably a couple, a few reasons. Like first, I've just never found one that I enjoy using that much. Like, um, you know, Todoist was probably one of the better ones I've used, but it just, I don't know, it didn't become a habit. And I think in a way it's just like, I find a lot of them, they're like another thing to do in my day. Like it's, <laughs> it almost makes... Um, setting my to-dos like a to-do in itself. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think it's quite nice as well just to like be able to look away from the screen and see a list on a piece of paper. Like, so I'm not, I don't know, it gives me a bit of a break from staring at the screen, even if it's just like a few seconds or a couple of minutes. Um, and I think as well, I've never quite found a tool that's like as satisfying as just crossing off a to-do on a list. Like mm -hmm. it's quite pleasing to just cross something <laughs> off on a piece of paper um, when you've achieved it. So brilliant. Yeah. I think that kind of experience is quite rewarding in a way. Yeah, definitely. I didn't, I, the, the great thing about whatever tools and apps you choose, like it's totally up to you. So that's, what's great about it. Um, analog is, I, I knew so many people where I used to work um, in the office and they used analog processes and, you know, nothing wrong with it. It's, it's, a, it's actually quite refreshing sometimes, especially when everyone is using apps and tools. Um, but I, so that leads me on to, I guess you do get a chance to see digital tools in your daily. Yeah. Um, of course, working okay. at Buffer, I can imagine uh, you get to see a lot of stuff um, and recommend a lot of tools to social media marketers as well. But when it comes to project management at Buffer and places that you work, is there a specific project management tool you guys use? Yeah, so Buffer, we've kind of experimented with a few. Um, like there's, um, we played with Basecamp a little bit last year, um, but it just kind of didn't really fit with our marketing team for whatever reason. Like I'm not exactly sure why, but um, yeah, we just kind of didn't um, find that to be the perfect fit. Um, I think there's also people on the team that kind of use tools like Asana just to track their days and stuff like that. Um, and for me with like project tracking, I tend to just use um, Dropbox paper. So paper is kind of like the default um, product that we use across Buffer for like sharing notes, um, sharing documents and that kind of stuff. Um, and they added in 
I think it was kind of late last year, um, kind of more tools to manage projects. So you can kind of like set due dates and things like that. So if I'm tackling something that's maybe more of a larger project than just writing one blog post, I'll tend to create a paper document for it um, and then create like kind of set deadlines for each section and you can assign them to different people on your team or assign them to yourself. Um, and then I'll get like an email from Dropbox every kind of day when I've got something due or something upcoming. So sure. that's, it's probably not the best um, project management tool, but it's kind of what I use because I think it's just something I use every day anyway. Um, so sure, it's just easier. Um, you know, the you same know. with like papers, not great for tables and numbers, but I tend to persist with <laughs> that just to have everything in one place to save, like having, having to link out to Google docs or definitely a spreadsheet. And, and I guess with the question with that, is Dropbox your chosen storage platform or? Yes. Yeah, okay. it is. Um, so I have, um, we use Dropbox at Buffer for like all of our um, work-related stuff as well. And then I also use Dropbox personally just for kind of everything um, from like mm. old documents and presentations to like photos and all of that. So yeah, yeah. Dropbox is my go-to. That's it. So paper makes it, you know, if you've got Dropbox paper right there on the, the left-hand menu bar, so it makes it a lot easier, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just easier. I kind of like having everything in one place and one account to manage all of that. Brilliant. Um, and sort of a shift away from productivity applications, uh, hardware. Um, what are the sort of hardware to use during your day for work? So that's the phone, laptop, and whether you have a desktop. Um, maybe you could take us through that. Yeah, so phone, I have an iPhone 7 Plus, um, which I think I ordered like around when they were released. And to begin with, it felt like I was kind of carrying around a, an iPad because it was so big. But um, now I don't think I would go back. Just having the extra screen space is really useful for me. Um, so yeah, iPhone 7 Plus. Then most of the time when I'm working, I use an iMac. The, I think it's 21 0.5 inch iMac um, and really loved that. That's been really great for me. And a couple of years ago, I also bought a MacBook, um, the kind of space gray one, which is good, but it's like not, I don't know, I would probably go for a MacBook Pro if I could revisit that purchase. Um, okay. It's just not quite powerful enough sometimes. Um, like for doing basic tasks, it's really great, but. Um, if I'm maybe running sketch or some other like, I don't know, Photoshop or something like that, it tends to struggle a little bit. Sure. Okay. That's a nice setup. So mainly Apple products, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and I guess uh, sort of leading question to that, when it comes to your sort of work every single day, um, is there certain apps that you use to get that work done that you enjoy? And this can be any sort of different apps. So it could be the actual content creation apps or designing apps. Maybe you want to take us three that you, you want to shout out or that you love. Yeah. So I think, um, for me, sketch is probably an important part of most of my days. Um, it's pretty much every piece of content we create has some sort of images with it. Um, so I tend to design those in sketch, which I just find really simple to use. Um, and far easier than most other kind of like vector design softwares. Um, so that's really fun to use. Um, 
WordPress, I think I have to kind of shout out um, just because it's <laughs> where most of our content lives. Um, and, you know, we've built the blog on WordPress. So, um, yeah, I can't really not list that as a, a favorite app and a tool that we use. Um, I also have started experimenting with um, Ghost on a personal blog, which I'm also really enjoying. So that's um, ghost.org, which is kind of like more of a publisher-focused um, content management system. So I think WordPress is kind of evolving into a CMS for all websites. Like if you maybe want an agency website with a blog, then WordPress is great. But if you're just building a blog, then Ghost can be really good. Okay, brilliant. Um, and then I think other tools that I kind of spend a lot of time in um, are like SEO tools um, just so I can keep an eye on the blog, like what keywords we're ranking for, where we're kind of picking up, where we're dropping off. Um, and for that, I tend to use, um, well, I've got an AREFs trial at the moment. So um, I've been using that a lot for the last month or so. Um, and also use a tool called um, SerpWatcher.com and um, KWFinder.com, which are both owned by the same company. Um, I think it's called like Mangles or something. Um, but those are both really good SEO tools as well. Fantastic. Uh, and I can imagine that's a lot of the job, the SEO part, uh, yeah. making sure all the content's uh, right. And and at Buffett, you, well, obviously as well with your other projects, you work remotely, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everything's 100% remote with um, Buffer. Fantastic. So um, that that is one of the uh, benefits, obviously, of working with such a modern team. But what are some of the team communication tools, I guess, that you guys get involved with that, you know, Slack and, and there's lots of other tools out there. Maybe you could give us some insights into that. Yeah, so um, you mentioned kind of probably the main one there in Slack. Um, Slack is kind of our office where we have probably the majority of our conversations and interactions. Um, and we kind of work through that through Slack day to day. Um, you know, we have different channels for all of the different teams. Um, so we have like a marketing channel where we discuss everything that our team's doing. Um, and then we have quite a few video calls. So as a remote team, it's kind of important, I think, to get that like FaceTime together. Um, and we use Zoom for that, which sure. has been really good. Um, you know, even tends to handle, um, you know, when we do like 70 plus person, all team meetings, um, you know, wow. Zoom manages it. So that's always pretty impressive. Um, right. And then another one we use is Discourse, which is kind of like a forum product mm -hmm. and we use that for maybe conversations that don't quite fit in slack so i think slack's very good for like real-time conversation but we use discourse for more like async stuff so um you know maybe something where we might have previously sent an email and we'll just kind of set up a discourse thread about it tag the relevant people and have the conversation there and um, just because it's kind of um less demanding and less real time and um, so i think slack if you post something one day it can be lost within a few hours whereas with mm -hmm. discourse it's kind of there and always easy to find okay brilliant i i haven't actually heard of that tool so um that's quite interesting um and i guess with sort of having all of like the slack discourse everything working do you you guys obviously still have to use email right <laughs> yeah so we do um still use email but this kind of might be mainly for me, but I tend to use email um, the majority of the time for like external emails. I don't send too many emails to um, 
other teammates at Buffer, unless it's kind of like forwarding stuff on and things like that. Um, most of my communication within the team will be in Slack or Discourse, and then email um, tends to be for kind of outside relationships and messages. Um, personally, for me anyway, like um, there are probably other people on the team that you know converse across email, but um, that tends to be how I use it. Sure. And uh, in terms of like, because obviously you've got it on the Mac and the iPhone, do you use specific uh, the native emailing apps or do you have any third party ones? Um, yeah, so I use um, Gmail as the main one on the web. And then on the mobile, I just use the default email um, tool. I have experimented with like other ones in the past. Um, and there's a few that I'm keen to try. I think like Superhuman looks really good. Um, mm. But just kind of never really get around to testing those out. That's awesome. So uh, just moving back a little bit to productivity, I guess. Um, so your planning process, um, obviously you, you talked about how you, you start the day with focusing on a few of your to-dos, which is great. Is there a process you, you use to plan for the week or month ahead? Yeah, so I think um, I don't do too much in terms of like, Weekly, I think it's more kind of, for me, my planning is quite high level. So we have goals that we want to achieve across the content mm. area um, for the year. And then I kind of break those down into like monthly goals and targets. And then from there, it's kind of like, it all goes into the planning aspect of my role. So um, I use Trello a lot for this, which okay. is where we kind of house our content calendar for Buffer. And what I'll kind of do is create on Trello like cards for every piece of content we're going to create. And then that kind of moves along the um, editorial process within Trello. So we have like a, um, a column for ideas, column for in progress, editing, like ready to publish. And then also use the um, calendar power up there just to kind of display all of the cards on a calendar so that we can have a visual representation of what each week and month looks like. Um, and then that kind of tends to be in a way my like weekly and monthly to-do list because I can just look at that and see what content we need to publish and when we need to publish it and who's working on it and what stage it's at. So I think that tends to be um, the tool I use there. And then I would also say, um, again, Dropbox paper is what I use for kind of the larger projects. Like I have my yearly content goals, um, set aside in paper and and like the key milestones there are kind of marked out as well so yeah probably a combination of trello and paper for those things brilliant um and that's quite interesting actually um just because i think i think the way that you use paper is quite interesting for people here because it's it's quite a flexible resource and i think that people will be able to take a few notes from that um so that's really positive um, I guess with uh, any other notable applications that you'd like to mention, because I remember a, a month ago, uh, actually, no, probably a couple of months ago now, um, you messaged me with a cloud app link. And I was like, what's this cloud app link? And, uh, and then literally, maybe a couple of hours later, um, uh, another chap called Mike messaged me with a similar link. And I was like, whoa, how do I not know about this? <laughs> anyway, it was a really awesome resource for being able to record short, bit, short bits of your screen or um, any like audio or video, uh, just really quickly and then paste a link and send it to someone. And I thought that was 
so great, especially because I work remotely. So that was really handy. Is there any like, I guess, similar apps to that that you use that you want to give a uh, mention to? Yeah, I think um, CloudUp is definitely a big one for me. Um, like I say, with the ease of being able to just send screenshots and create GIFs, um, that saves me a ton of time. Um, then also, I guess not strictly a productivity tool, but for me, like Spotify is a big one. Um, mm-hmm. I have music playing pretty much um, all the time. I'm sat at my desk, so um, that really helps me to focus and be productive. Um, and then I think maybe not so much productivity, but um, I've also started using like VPN tools um, recently just for security. And across Buffer, we've started using um, NordVPN. Okay. Um, which yeah isn't strictly a productivity tool, but yeah <laughs> something that we're kind of mindful of to keep our um, team safe and secure definitely so especially if you're working out in coffee shops and places like that yeah as soon as you're on like public wi-fi it's kind of nice to know or reassuring to have that extra layer of security definitely definitely um and one final question for you in terms of uh, you talked a little bit about an analog process but is there any other analog experiences that you have where you sort of zen out a bit, maybe do a bit of mindfulness or like could be journaling um, or even just using a regular notebook. Is there anything like that that you do? Um, yeah, I tend to use, I think a notebook, like I mentioned for to-dos and things like that, but also um, taking a lot of notes, say if I watch like, a, I don't know, a TED talk or mm. I'm reading a book, um, I kind of find it useful to sit and, write notes down in a book rather than um, like maybe saving them all online somewhere in like Evernote or something. Um, I just find the process of actually writing things down tends to help me like learn them and remember them. So yeah, that's probably my main one aside from to-dos and that side of things is just kind of um, literally note-taking, I guess. (laughs) I love it. So uh, that, that's brilliant. Um, I think that everyone's going to really benefit from this one, mainly because what it does really well is you dive into more of the analog experiences. And sometimes a lot of people forget about <laughs> the fact that paper doesn't need recharging. It stays yeah. updated, you know. <laughs> so that's really, really great. Um, in terms of like how people can find you, where uh, would you point people um, in terms of being able to discover more about you? Um, yeah, so the best place is probably um, Twitter. So um, on there, I'm ashreed underscore um, and that's probably the best place to find me and keep up to date fantastic uh brilliant uh and one other thing as well i think that um people should definitely check out the buffer blog if you haven't already it's a fantastic blog uh and uh ash is the sort of uh mastermind behind that with obviously the content team at buffer so that's brilliant um Thank you very much, Ash. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Um, I think that some of the insights will be very helpful. Um, If you're listening along and you're wondering, oh my God, uh, those were a lot of apps or a lot of processes, uh, and you're probably like, oh my God, (laughs) how do I download all of those? Um, You can download them in the show notes there. All the links will be available there with all of the platforms they're available. So you'll be able to get all of that lovely stuff there. Um, Ash, thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Um, any final messages for everyone? Um, no, I think that was, yeah, we covered a, a lot of stuff there. And um, yeah, feel free to just send me a tweet and let me know uh, which tools you're using or uh, yeah, if any of my recommendations are useful. 
Fantastic. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. We'll see you in a future episode here on the Tools They Use podcast. See you very soon.